This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting on all frequencies through from here all the way to Saturn, just to make Toll happy. Because um, Mans has been doing fucking um, King's Fall nonstop since it came out, which we will get into here in a bit. Oh. <laughs> but I don't forget that, that you... It's such a good rating. But uh, don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon uh, Music, and Audible, which I love that you can listen to podcasts on Audible, but it makes Amazon Music not worth it. I feel bad. Um, you, can, uh, you can also check us on iHeartRadio. If you like iHeartRadio, I know like, they try to push iHeartRadio so much, and it's hilarious. But yeah, you can check us out there, too. Um, but yeah, you also can follow us on Twitter, at Cosmodrome Radio. Make sure you check us out. Um, you can rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. The most of our listeners are on Spotify, so shout out to Spotify. Um, but make sure that you support us, rate us. Uh, we're gonna be doing some pretty cool things soon. In fact, we're doing a pretty cool thing tonight where we had a, a impromptu guest. So, uh, my, like my name is Panda the Paladin. To my left, uh, we have the man who does not sleep and only breathes Oryx's dick. We have Tolinator. How you doing? What's up? I've only been playing. King's Fall for the last. Uh, wait a minute. Came out. Did you say breathes his dick? Yes. He, all he oh does yeah. Is, all oh he yeah. I'm right up in. Dick. I'm right up in there when he spawns in. Oh Jesus. my god. <laughs> um, we, we I have did not the, need the, that the, mental image. We, we we have the best day them hunter we know. Prismatic, how you doing? Good, just getting ready for my new job to start. <laughs> watching yeah, watching the yeah. fires start at my work, and I'm just like, oh, I don't have to put those out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then impromptu guests who actually we 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 sherpa all the way to daughters of Oryx earlier this week, and lore connoisseur of TikTok out here trying to take my name is Bife's job in these streets. We have <laughs> Jade Rabbit Emperor. How you doing? Wow. <laughs> oh <my God>. Damn it. <laughs> Hi, how, how are you, you guys? Good, how are you? Uh, I'm good. A little tired, but uh, insomnia. I'm still awake. <laughs> oh, how are you? Uh, you want to you you shout anything out before we get started? Show me what you've got. Show I mean, me I guess, what I mean, you I guess got. that works. <laughs> All right, so first thing, top of the hour before we, before we dive deep in, into the thickness that is Oryx. Um, the, the main thing that we wanted to shout out was there was a big there was the, a big thing that sort of like swall like like swallowed the um Destiny community today was that there was a post um originally made I believe on Facebook yeah yes. it was Facebook um where a um, um like, like, like there was a post made in a dad group which said May second twenty twenty my family and I lost my oldest to Ewing sarcoma an aggressive uh, pediatric cancer. The September before losing her was the first time I uh, started asking those of you who would to go gold for the month of September, as it is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, and gold is the color associated with it. Uh, no monetary gains, just a supportive gesture asked by one dad to others. So basically, the whole goal is to basically just like to grab a shader that's gold, deck your characters out for the month of September. So, like, you, there's even to the point that even the Bungie devs heard about this 
and they even put out a list of partially gold if not fully gold shaders that like are accessible to people like if you might not have one you have others so just like if you want to help support show your support post on twitter and facebook and whatnot like post your guardians with some gold on help people like, like show awareness for childhood cancer because that, that, that stuff matters um that was the one thing we want to talk about at the top of the hour before we got into the thick of it because <laughs> god knows this raid was thick oh um, it is thick. It's very thick. Um, Y'all well, got so like thirsty. The, bro, I'm not thirsting for orcs. I'm like, I'm, th- I'm thirsting for war priests. That man is a distinguished gentleman, as He's you would say. So pretty. He's a thick boy, dude. That man. Like, man out here with his cape flowing and shit like a badass. Like, I love that man. But, um, but no, so... Um, as everybody knows, um, uh, like, uh, friggin' I can't talk. English. Um... English Elysium is not my third time in yeah, a row. Elysium, Elysium won for the third time uh, in a row. First, they won uh, the Vault of Glass reprise, then they won uh, Vow of the Disciple, and now they're winning. They won King's Fall reprise. And Bungie did a really cool thing where they had an interview with them in the TWAB. So definitely go check that out. We always link the TWAB like in the show notes. So make sure that you check it out if you haven't, or just like Google TWAB or check the Bungie Help Twitter. Like it's there. <laughs> but make sure you check that out. I thought it was really cool. They talked to each of them and talk about how it feels to win three times and whatnot. I thought it was super cool. Um, but I will say, um, contest mode hurt like a mother. <laughs> oh, it was so brutal. It was brutal. Um, a shout out to Toll and the members of Sentinel Dawning who totally were doing totems wrong. <laughs> we were doing it away. Y'all, y'all were like, oh, 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 like, like they were, they were trying to keep one person on the I, annihilator totems while trying to trade things back and forth, and it just wasn't working. <laughs> that was great. Um, uh, but no, nah, um, Tolls, since you were with me in, in like in in the thick of it for like for a good chunk of it, um, how did you feel about contest mode? Oh, it was so much fun. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I was surviving greatly. It's just. Everything is bullet spongy now, and it's just oh boy, gonna take an I extra mean, linear shot to kill this ad. Is it really b- bullet spongy, or does it like is it just feel like more like Dark Souls where things take a couple more hits to knock out? It felt more bullet spongy. I mean, I, uh, I don't know, I like that's what I was enjoying. Majors and majors really felt bullet spongy. Yeah, well, I really enjoyed the majors because it actually felt like you needed to waste a clip or two to actually kill them. Because nine times out of ten, usually, like, one clip of a gun can kill an ad in Destiny. So, like, being able to actually pump some bullets into something felt good for once. It wasn't like how, say, Glassway GM or something like that, like, feels where you're just getting your ass kicked. It felt like you actually could stand a chance if you fought hard enough. Um, I love how Warpriest despite being a distinguished gentleman, as Prismatic would say, um, was the hardest hurdle for everyone to surpass on day one. <laughs> like, everybody and their mama was getting stuck there. Just... What? How much health did that did. thing have when we fought it? Something like 16 million? Oh, yeah, because yeah, like, yeah, we, we fought him on Sunday, and, like, that man had so much health. I know. Even, after Contestman was gone. <laughs> I know four people got four million damage and one person got six. Yup, that was told he got freaking six million damage. Yeah. 
<laughs> like it, it, it felt good that like like the changes they made to where like it feels as if you need to work to get this kill done it was actually enjoyable like I, I, they even simplified Golgoroth but that, that motherfucker's hitbox is still a problem <laughs> now that I've actually learned I will say this once you start playing Golgoroth a little more you actually understand his hitbox but at the same yeah. time I've been I've been Taking his gaze, oh, I've gotten him. I'm getting him to lust after me. So, <laughs> why are you gonna make it dirty? I was gonna say that sounds subject subjective. Because Golgoroth <laughs> is just, uh, like because you, you, you don't want them spider legs all over you. That is crazy. No, it's not fun. <laughs> um, but um, now that we've had run the raid multiple times. Um, Prismatic, how you feeling about like 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 how it is and whatnot? Uh, I I went in having not watched any of the videos, or I probably should have, but I knew I wasn't going to be around for day one because of not having PTO, and so I'm glad they that there isn't really mantling in the tomb ships, but I forgot where to go, <laughs> so I died quite a few times. Um. I like what they did with totems because I feel like I always used to get screwed in D1 when I would be on totems. I like... I'm not a huge fan of War Priest having all these extra goodies <laughs> right, out, right out the gate, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Golgoroth is great. The Having the um, corrupted light actually be able to hurt him helps a lot doing damage. Uh, Daughters is pretty much the same and then having actually being able to deep to dps oryx instead of only having to over like rely on the bombs that's really satisfying when you get to the end and i like the updated graphics and everything it's really pretty i i definitely have to agree with that um i i like i think the the, the most drastic change of atmosphere is oryx's throne room like that room alone is just like uh <laughs> Like, because before it had that weird green haze over everything, but now it feels like intimidating more so than what I, like what you see saw back in the day. Um, so, hey, what but are your no. thoughts on the raid so far? Yeah. <laughs> I never really got to do King's Fallback in D one. I only remember bits and pieces of it, but compared to other raids, it's a lot more enjoyable. To me, why is that? Because like, Deep Stone is so heavy on the mechanics that one person screwing up can cause a wipe. This didn't feel like one person causing, <clears throat> one person messing something up was going to cause <clears throat> a total wipe for everyone. Oh no, totems can definitely do that to you. But you can still save totems. They're still. Totems, you can still save it. Golgoroth, you can still save it. I actually get what you're saying, Jade, where it's like you have the opportunity to save the the The, the run. encounter, yeah. Yeah. It's not punishing. It's actually a little bit more forgiving. And not having um, champions everywhere is a plus to me, too, because I hate champions oh, in some there's only like, one why, champion. Why, though? I'm curious, because I enjoy it. I think it adds, to, especially for the master versions, it adds a challenge. So I'm curious to what, why you think that. Because it limits the options of weapons that you can bring into the encounter. 
If it's something like Overload Bow and you're a Deep Stone, okay, that's not a problem, Trinity Ghoul. You can use it for ad control because every encounter is going to have a swarm of ads. <clears throat> but you don't really have, yep. like, Overload, what is it, this season? Overload, um... Overload Bow and L Overload Machine Gun. Yeah, like the machine guns. Like you were saying earlier, like the machine guns just don't do enough damage to... Yeah, I did say that before we go there. <laughs> like, they don't feel like they do enough damage, so you're wasting your heavy ammo trying to stun one of the harder um, champions to deal with. If See, you, if I feel you don't you. get that stun I, off, all you've yeah. done is wasted your ammo. Right. And honestly, I, I kind of feel you, but, like, I think where Vault of Glass kind of, like, balanced it was especially for master and day one vaults of glass and like what i think all master level content should really do is that should be where the like fight is where you bring half of your like almost your whole inventory is full you have specific weapons to choose from and, stuff. and like i think the one thing that kind of is the caveat too is they don't lock your loadout like a grandmaster either you have the flexibility to change your loadout and figure what's the more punishing thing to the ads yeah so i think like i think the only downside really this season was the fact that machine gun decided to be an overload mod like if it was bow and like hand cannon like it was during season of of, of the you know it was season of the chosen if it was like bow and hand cannon you'd be great you'd be fine like especially for the for this one or even like it just had really good unstoppable one anti-barrier mods for king's fall they had champions like, I think it balanced itself out enough where the champions add a little bit of an edge to the higher level content. Now, for normal raids, I, especially for Vault of Glass, I feel like having overload minotaurs in Gatekeeper was a little much, but you could easily just lament those. That ain't that big of a deal. But, th like, I think champions being in the high-end content is a lot of fun. But that's just me. I mean, it does add another level of difficulty, but like I've said on TikTok before... I like it when the artifact mods give you a variety of weapons you can use. Like last season, we had over what was it overload, auto rifle, and SMG all in one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <clears throat> I feel like Bungie needs to do more mods barrier. like that. Or like I, one thing that I do appreciate that they did when they did have season of the splicer was they put fusion rifle and linear fusion rifle unstoppable all in one mod. Because having a Lanier and a Fusion be separate would have been sucked. Well, that was also the season of the, the broken broken Lanier Fusion. Yeah, the broken Lanier mod. Mm -hmm. When they go and try out different weapons, like last season, I'm sad, I was sad I never got to try out Anti-Barrier Sidearm, because I really wanted to just throw on a Forerunner and just pop a Barrier Champion, because I thought that would have been so funny. But it just never worked, and I just yeah, because Random Forerunner's stuff. damage is in precision hit, so those body shots and hitting the shield is just, like, absolutely nothing. Right. That's yeah. it, it, why champ. I think we might need to, like, dive more into champions, because there's been even a couple of different content creators on YouTube who have kind of said that, like, the artificial difficulty spike of champions, it was kind of just, a like, a band-aid over a wound in terms of what they think is the problem with that's Destiny's difficulty. And even right now, there's the talk of them changing the light level system or the, the difficulty system in general. And even, I think, um, 
like one of the devs even talked about it recently that they want to like evolve it into something different but honestly I, I don't know what they even could really do because we just keep rising in light level and not really knowing where to go other than like artificially change the difficulty like i even told prismatic the pirate hideout missions for this season like the, the like the weekly thing you fly through that like it's nothing like i i, I did it I did the, this week today and i like would like the only thing that that stopped me from one shotting it with a thunder crash was the fact that they kept putting up a shield around it every time we got like half the health bar down so it's like that little artificial blockage it can, like can kind of like conflicts with the, the, you could have just made them but the dude hit harder and made him a little more bullet spongy if that makes sense yeah yeah it was also a reused map <laughs> Bro, I, I really feel like Bungie thought they were slick. They just took a chunk of Mars and just put it in space. And I'm like, y'all, y'all thought y'all were real slick. But I we added not, like Ice Guardian, <laughs> and we got rid of Aldrin's ship. Like that was just so funny. They said we're taking all the Cabal stuff out of that Lost Sector and put in Fallen stuff. And just shove it into space, and I'm like, "What if we just really did this like cut this whole asset and move I'm... it over there?" <laughs> <laughs> I was on that roundabout path too, um, going, "This looks familiar. I'm pretty sure this is from Mars." Yeah, it was so like because like someone said it on like YouTube, and I was like, "No, that can't be right." Then I go into it, I'm just like, "Those motherfuckers." <laughs> I mean, have you noticed like, how that you? like? What is it? Two thirds of the catch, the catch, catch crash. There is just reused assets. Yeah, it's like reused moon assets. But like, I can, I can, like, not like, even get, that. Like, let it's, that one go. One of the locations in it is the um, the Elixir Bar from the Tangled Shore. Right, and like even in the, like part of it, um, like like the one of the transitional hallways is one of the hallways from the crash catch on the on the moon over like the, the, the uh, anchor of light. So it's like, I, I, I can let that go because that's Elixity themed. You need Elixity themed stuff well, in an Elixity shit. Well, it makes sense too that all the catches would look kind of similar on the inside, at least layout wise. Right, so like I'll eat that one. Like you can reuse that asset, but like the Mars one was a little much. <laughs> like, like they went in and carved that ice block out and said, here you go, it's in space. <laughs> they won't notice. See, I don't really mind them reusing assets like that just because it's easier on them to actually develop the environment they already have the skeleton there they just have to like recolor it be like my issue with it is them reusing assets like this just tells me that mars is just gonna sit there as savathun's throne world for like five, like two more years and we're never gonna get actually mars back <laughs> Like, that's my fear. I hope they do stuff with those fishers. I hope they explain it more. Right, because it, it just really feels like we're not, re we're not like, going back to the Destiny content vault the way they said they would. They're just like, we're going to cut this out and put it over here, like like, like Jay just said. Like, we're going to move it over here and, like, not actually pulling it. Now, I will say the Leviathan, the way they did, that was clever. I'll give you that. But they had, still they, had, like, all the out-of-bounds areas. They never finished, yeah. like, so it just it was a little weird the way they did this, but but it, was it still kind of cool? Yeah, I just needed that boss to be a little thicker. Is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it felt kind of like it just wasn't wasn't like I, I I breezed through that thing so quickly, 
and I even did it before the patch, before they fixed resilience. I went in there and just beat everybody's butt and just like sat behind walls because I was being difficult. Because I'm like, I want my resilience fixed. I need it. <laughs> like, like, because that was so frustrating doing the raid to put us back on topic. Um, the fact that you couldn't use arc abilities in the raid all weekend <laughs> because hunters, no, not hunters. Well, hunters you could, but warlocks and titans no matter how high you put your resilience, there was even one guy I tried to put do 200 resilience I saw, and it's still nothing. Like, your your resilience counted for zero in the code, and that, that just sucks. I couldn't thunder crash or... Somebody, somebody There were some people who yeah. did. Yeah, some, yeah, they just kind of, like, clutched on their teammates to survive. Yeah, I'm not that ballsy. <laughs> I'll tell you this, tomorrow I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, I want to see my oh, body yeah. fly. Six man thunder crash. Oh my god, bro, that sounds amazing. <laughs> um, but no, nah, so like from there, there's the weapons discussion. Um, there, there is some people who aren't happy about the fact that the shotgun, the the rocket launcher, and the auto rifle from King's Fall did not return. And but overall, as I pull up Light GG to look at these weapons because. I'm a little salty about some of these weapons. Um, a touch of malice. Could, could, well, I'll, I'll get the touch Death of malice. Death Toll, like, we all know the, you got touch of malice. Because <laughs> Toll's the, like, the only people in the clan that got touch of malice. Like, oh I no, really... there's, now there's, uh, I think four or five people now have it. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was just one other person besides you, but okay, that's cool. Um, but no, like at first it was just Toll, and he, like, he was just going on for a hot minute, which is valid, it's touch of malice, but it was just like, bro. That was one of my favorite guns back in Should have heard the way he screamed um, when he saw it hit his inventory. I got touch of malice! Well, it's like, his, like his mic broke, run. I was laughing my ass off. Um, but no, so, the biggest issue that I have with a lot of these weapons is they really gutted the perk pool or just, like, didn't care about the perk pool for a lot of the deals. Because, like, there's a couple of standouts, like the fusion rifle and the sniper rifle, but there's, the, and, like, the scout rifle has a weird thing where it can have firefly and dragonfly, but, like, there's <clears throat> the machine gun and the hand cannon and the pulse rifle. It has something interesting on it. Well, it can do a couple of things, but in general, the perk pool is just kind of limited, especially the pulse rifle. The pulse rifle used to be one of the best workhorse pulse rifles in D1, and now it, it, its perk pool is horrendous. Like, I don't know what Bungie was thinking when like, like they're over here, like, because Stats for All, One for All is a great role, but in general, like, there's nothing on it that's worth it. The new gunshot perk they made not worth it because the loss of target acquisition is just rough and the body damage that you get isn't that much better to begin with than regular so that's not worth putting Speaking on any of your on the hand cannon Zowl's Bane it actually is kind of nice I don't know man like, 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 like Gunshot Straight it just it ain't hitting for me like I might have to try test it on the hand cannon but for the pulse rifle it's ass <clears throat> I'm not feeling it um like, like, but now that you said the hand cannon, I might have to like grab like explosive payload and gunshot straight and mess around with. Oh wait, no, gunshot straight's the third column, so I can't even do explosive payload. Dang it! Um, so that changes that plan. Um, but you can do firefly, which I'm kind of liking the fact that a lot of these do the same thing that um, Vault of Glass did and brought back firefly as a main perk. I really enjoy that. Um, 
do it like do it like do it like hey, you know, i have a stand out for any of these guns because i'm just kind of salty about my pulse rifle i want that scout the scout does shoot nice i'm about to say it can it, it can three chat somebody in the crucible i don't scout is definitely the top tier weapon yeah I, I don't even care about three tapping i just want to be a toxic prick and proc dragonfly and uh firefly <laughs> with sweaty confetti on my chromatic fire that, that, that's, that's, <laughs> honestly, I don't enhanced even blame you. Enhanced Firefly and Enhanced Dragonfly. Yes. Uh, that sounds so toxic. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you always yes. say, I'm going to be I'm a hooligan in Crucibles. This man over here. I don't know, man. You over here blinking. You're going to do some I crazy shit. I have not used blink no, at got... all. You want to know why? Because I kill myself with blink. <laughs> but going back to King's Fall really quick, I want to give Bungie like a hand for oh, how yes. well they remastered this raid. Most it definitely. looks so good. Oric yes. looks fucking amazing. He just, you just look at him and it's like, oh my god, you actually have color. <laughs> like Oryx <laughs> like, looks good. You have like, you can see all the bone, the sinew, all the different little crevices on him. Yes. It's just he looks just as good as freaking um, Savathun does now. Like yeah. you see the detail. Um, uh, uh, freaking uh, Golgoroth looks amazing. War Priest. Fancy. Prismatic said the line. What a distinguished gentleman. <laughs> like he looks great. So like. <laughs> I just like uh, how we t- we like kill him, and then everybody's like pilfering his body for armor. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. That, or you get the hooligans like we have, where you're trying to explain it, and there's a bunch of people in the background going and touching the ball, panda. And killing themselves over hey, and over and over again as <laughs> you're trying to explain it. But see, the reason why I did it is because it reminded me of Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, the, like the old animated TV show that Buzz Lightyear had, where like all the little, the little green men had the Unimind. <laughs> so like they had this giant sphere mind that like helped them think. So they would be like, we are one, we are united. So I'm like, the Unimind! And just like, I'm killing myself. That was a really dated reference from the 90s that, like, nobody is going to understand, and I don't care. Thomas, um, I actually understand that. I, I knew that one. I'm not the oldest person like, 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 Is that even on Disney Plus? I might have to look, but that's, that's beside the point. Um, but no, Jade, like, you, your, your loot is limited, but did you get anything besides the scout that you're really feeling? I only got three bonds, a chess piece, and a machine gun. Bro, I forgot. You were so bad. You got, like, your third bond, and you were ready to throw the controller. I was. I was like, screw this. That's funny you say that, because on my Warlock, I got three sets of robes from that from that raid in the same run. God. Well, and what's even funnier is that, like, um, after we logged out, we all had to go to bed because we got stuck on daughters, because um, you were having trouble staying alive, we found out on the class item there's a perk you can, or just on any of the armor, there's a perk, uh, a mod you can put on for one energy called, uh, what's it called, Toll? Um, fucking, yep. yeah, run for, like, it was run for your life, wasn't it, Toll? Yes. Yeah, it's run for your life, where it gives you extra mobility and extra resilience when you're take when you have the taken energy on. Really? It. What the heck? I didn't know about that. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you look at any of the armor and one of the, 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 the mods and it's not elemental, it's just a mod where it says if you're uh, taken, like, like doing that part of like for daughters and Oryx, it, you have enhanced mobility and enhanced resilience while taken. I'm going to look. It's actually kind of clutch, so we'll have to try that. Um, also, special shout out to the, the fusion rifle, because that thing with reservoir burst is scary. Oh, you can also <laughs> stack run for your life. Yeah, you can stack it. So you could have like five pieces of armor with run for your life on it, just fucking haul ass. Get out of the way! Like, no exotic, just run for you. Like just run for your life. Oh, I love that they named it "Run for Your Life." Like that—that's just great. <laughs> um, so I'm somebody that's only done D two raids plus the two reprise raids. So if I had to give my ranking, I like the key that I've done D two raids from Last Wish on. I haven't done any of the Leviathan layers, or um, I did the I did Eater of Worlds. Uh, but I didn't complete it. But for what I, I've done, I've done all the way to the boss. Um, as a ranking, for what I've done, I would definitely say King's Fall is pretty close to the top in terms of like fixes and greatness and like theming and lore and like the challenge of it, especially even on the regular difficulty now because War Priest is a kick in the butt. Um, I think I'm going like, like Deep Stone. Vault, King's Fall, Garden, Last Wish, Vow. Yeah, like Third Encounter has really ruined Vow for you that bad. Bro, Third Encounter is a nightmare. Like, and, and I don't mean the nightmare as in like you can't like, like it's a pain in the butt to complete. It's a pain in the butt to complete when you're teaching or when people fall out of a habit or in just. There's so much, like, like, like his last wish has a lot. Actually, as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll take that back. Last wish is at the bottom. Vow is at the head of last wish. I'll take that back. His last wish is just so convoluted in that there was so much they didn't fix post-release that last wish is just a pain in the ass. So it can, it can go a last. And then either, so either of worlds will be a last place, then last wish, then vow. But the fact that I can teach Garden of Salvation better than I can, than people can understand Vow the Disciple is sad because there's so many mechanics so many symbols and then especially if uh newer people aren't used to the artifacts like the shield and the taken blight and the the like the little diamond nut thing from earlier like raids they're not gonna want to mess with that it's too mechanically heavy it's very mechanically heavy. Jay just hit it on the nose. It's very mechanic heavy. And when I can just tell people in Garden of Salvation, just play Gambit, and they understand it. But Vow is, there's so many mechanics. that It's to the point that there's some runs we've done where people just don't pick up the artifact because they're so trained from previous raid experiences to just do ad clear because nobody wants to teach them properly. That they don't want to like learn and actually understand things. Then when you ask them, hey, why didn't you pick that up? Because I don't know it. Do you want to learn it? Well, I've always been on ad clear. That's not your fault. Let's teach you something. And it's to the point where third encounter being done for hours in one night just burnt me on it. I love the lore of it, but the mechanic heaviness of it, even from the first encounter, is just too much for some people. So it's like, it's burnt 
Maybe it might rise up in a couple years, but like, I don't know. Right now, it's, it's close I, to On a run not too long ago, I did third encounter chaos mode like you would do third encounter deep stone chaos mode. And it was the most exhilarating mm-hmm. fucking run, not knowing who was going where, who was grabbing what. It was terrifying and a lot of fun because everybody kind of knew. But I understand teaching's a pain in the butt. I'm just surprised that you would put Val so low on the list. Well, and like, don't get me wrong. There's been runs we've done where, like, like for your birthday run recently, where we 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 killed Third Encounter. That thing was done in two runs. We had one mess up on the first run, and then the second run we were done. But like, uh, every other time I've done that raid, man, it's just like, like I will say, is it like, is it a raid I prefer sometimes because I love that it's mechanic heavy because it forces people to learn. Yes, but has it just burnt me because I did too much last like the past two seasons? Yes. So I'm going to put it in terms of, like, enjoyableness in the mid-tier for now, and it might fluctuate as time goes on. Um, do, I, do either of y'all want to, like, want to, like, rank your favorite raids? Like, because I've only done so many. Y'all, y'all probably Jader have to go next. Okay. <laughs> so I actually have a bit of a take on this. In my opinion, Ooh, okay. every raid should have a bit of leniency towards new players. The reason, in my opinion, Deepstone is so difficult for new people trying that raid for the first time is because everyone has to know their role. You can't really have someone who is on ad control and watching someone else. Like when I did Val for the first time, my job was ad clear and escorting another player and watching what they did. And I learned what that, what their role was in the raid by just protecting them and keeping up with them. In something like Vow in the third encounter, that you can't do that. It's just too yep. much chaos. <laughs> and the problem with okay. like third encounter is for a new player, it's like a more experienced player who might not have like the patience to keep doing the encounter over and over and over again, is they're going to get frustrated eventually and they're just gonna want to get it over with. And that can lead to problems with, you know, between teammates and uh, more experienced players trying to teach new players. Yeah, if you're going to teach that, you really got to have a good, like, chill team to teach about. Yeah, Yeah, you can't just have a whole pack of new people, otherwise it'll go hectic. Yeah. Well... Um, um, now to on I, that I do real quick, say to your point, though... On that real quick, I did do a teaching raid for Garden of Salvation where all five other players had never done it before. And we got all the way up I've to the that. boss, having done all of the puzzles before we were just like, screw it. We'll come back tomorrow. Oh my God. See, I've done that before where I've had a whole crew garden, but like the, the trick with garden is if you, you got to really bear with people with garden. And once you break down the mechanics in a simple way, like, for um for second encounter i just say it's reverse baseball and for some reason because of pop culture it always just clicks with people and the way i run my gardens nine times out of ten like except for like maybe last encounter because people are hard-headed everyone understands like i usually can get through everything but last encounter in less than an hour and then everyone struggles with final encounter because they the, 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 the mechanic it's very mechanic heavy so like even though it should be simple, but like then, then, then for Deepstone, I think the reason why I like Deepstone is so high on my list, not only from a lore perspective, 
but I enjoy mechanic heavy raids when you can explain explain them to people because I'm the hard headed person that will explain every role to somebody that way when they do their job they can turn around and do someone else's job later like I'm that person <laughs> yeah I've always found that teaching raids for a new player it's always best to give the new player the easiest job on the team and then slowly teach them the other roles because for me personally um i can't like in uh, uh, vault of glass i cannot see the oracles so in the boss phase i always have Ooh. to take the uh Aegis. the aegis the shield but in the other encounters throughout the raid i can do anything at all because i've done those encounters so many times now and i've gained that experience but for a newer player they they have to kind of find their role what they're going to be best at on the team and it's not always the right thing to try and force them to learn another a role if it's going to cause them or even the team problems i always give, look at that. if i'm teaching or helping out i try to give people the option like do you want to learn something or do you just want to hang out obviously can't really yeah. do that in boss encounter on Deepstone because everybody's got to grab a bomb. But I like to give people the option. And see, what's always funny about Final Boss for Deepstone is everyone's always like, you, you explain it so much easier than other people. It's because everyone else, like, makes Tannic such a pain in the butt that people can't, expl that people can't enjoy it. But I make it so simple to the point that Prismatic started teaching other raid teams. Everybody that I have way. showed it, that I have said it to, <laughs> says like, "Oh my god, that's so much easier than how we do it." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> so when we did Garden, um, when we ran moats, right, in that big uh, diamond field, mm -hmm. the way I yeah. taught yeah. that encounter is, you know how when, before you get into that encounter, there's that kind of big room. Right before you get to it yeah. so i literally had everyone stand in a big a diamond shape and i told them this is where you're going to be and these two people are going to be running back and forth to you guys and everyone was like oh that is so much easier than trying to learn it actually while we're running through the encounter and we got it on the second try that's awesome yeah that's pretty cool pretty interesting way i like that so how so how does King's Fall like rank up in terms of like 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 your raid history? It is difficult without being like tedious with the mechanics. Like it doesn't lean on the mechanics to be difficult. It just is difficult. And that yeah. in my opinion makes it one of the best raids. Especially War Priest. Okay. Oh my god, that distinguished King Gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like War Priest is to me what every raid encounter should be. It is difficult. It is nerve wracking, but it is adrenaline inducing. It is, it's a, it's a rush. It feels good, even if you fail. You see those damage numbers, and you're like, "Holy crap!" That's a great way to look at it, actually. Yeah. It's a fail for the damage has become such a thing okay. recently in the clan. <laughs> Well, well, like, what, what, well, and what, what, yeah, like, I, well, that's why I always tell people it's like 
when you first do like learn the raid, never worry about damage. But once you have it down pack, you can you can just like flex. You can flex your damage because like there's motherfuckers who just get stuck on divinity and can't do damage. But then when you get your weapons the way you need to, you can start putting it work. Hey, div chads are amazing. Div chads. Div chads. <laughs> It's, it's div bitch, bro. Like, you gotta say div bitch. Like, it's just a thing. Nah, their chats are pulling up divinity so the oh rest of us can do DPS. Well, Toll, where does King's Fall rank in your raid ranking, then? So, if you want to be the chat, it's in my top three. Ooh, top okay. Three. What's, your top, what's your top three, then? So, y'all can come at me, but I love Why Scourge of the Past. I could actually teach so that. Oh. Why would I come for oh, you? I miss Scourge. <laughs> People, some people will. I just that raid is so much fun. It was so e like it was a very basic raid, but it had so many fun encounters that it didn't feel basic. It's like the opening encounter, it was a little challenging to learn, but you got to wander around the last city, killing fallen. It was so much fun. Then you go into the tunnel maze, and after you get through the tunnel maze, you get to. The sparrow race and the sparrow race is I've fucking wild. I've never had so wild. much fun dying repeatedly as I have on that fucking race. And then you get to the final boss, and it's cap. By the way, to anyone out there who thinks that you're wrong, it's C A P. Always has so been, always will be. I don't know their shit. We're really doing this right now. Where that that's the only one I'm doing. I'm not getting to front. Or, we're not getting to front or back. Bro, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing. We're not doing this. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. That is the end of that discussion. After no, that, I am that person who actually likes Vow and the Disciple. I think it's a very fun raid. I didn't say it wasn't a fun raid. I'm just saying I'm tired. Earning counter is just a pain in the butt. But if you have someone who teaches it and knows what they're doing, you can get it done in one clear. As long as someone doesn't bonk their head. Are you saying I don't know what I'm doing? Are, oh, I know you what you're so? doing. Oh, I know what you're doing. Butthead. <laughs> and then after that is King's Fall for me. Okay. I think, Prismatic. So King's Fall for me is in top four. And my top four looks almost exactly like Tolls, except for I'm going to add Deepstone into that. Because I actually, aside from getting stuck on Tanix mm. for eight hours day one, uh, I actually really enjoy Deepstone Crypt. <laughs> I love Deepstone Lullaby. I love all of all of it. Oh, Deep, Deepstone Lullaby makes the thing makes the whole raid worth no, it. No, no joke. And I tell people it this really all the does. time, and I don't think they believe me. I am a huge emotional fucking sap. The first time I walked out into space and that started playing, I got choked up because I was like, "This is why I play this game. Like, this is gorgeous." And so. Also, like, shout out to Lucky Tim P for putting the like ten hour version oh of Deep Stone Lullaby on YouTube. <laughs> you're a, you're a Chad. Prismatic and I are very similar in our rankings. I just have Deep Stone at number so four for me. For me. Uh, if we're going off That's of raids that are still here, it'll be uh, Deep Stone, probably Vow, and then King's Fall. If Scourge is there, Scourge is going to be number one because I actually Scourge is one of the only times I felt confident enough to actually teach a raid by myself, and I would take whole groups of my friends where I'm the only person that knows what's going on and I would teach them from the get-go and I would tell them hey we're probably not going to get this on our first run but that's okay because I can show you where to go and what to do and then we can repeat it and get it done and it'll be fine 
sans the sans the race because I can't make people survive and get the time extenders. But you know, just I Scourge of the Past is the one time I felt actually confident teaching something like that. That's dope. Um, now for the the, the the conversation that I've been dreading, but like because Clyde started it on um t- on TikTok and then I got into it. Um, I want to talk about the weapons in Val and King's Fall being craftable. Because I feel as if it was a mistake. Because now we're in this this sort of like this Pandora's box waiting to open situation where no one's gonna wants to do master content unless they're chasing the seal for Val. And here in a minute, it's going to be the same situation for King's Fall versus Master Vaults of Glass, where the weapons weren't craftable, but it was the first one to give us adept weapons for a raid. And I feel like that was the the cream of the crop, best way to do it. Like, that was where you grinded your butt off to get the content. But now we're in a situation where the only way for Bungie to make adept raid weapons worth it is to make them also craftable because the only thing that makes adept weapons worth it is that they can use adept mods there's my like hot take how how we feeling i kind of feel like once you've gotten a crafted weapon up to a certain level you should be able to put an adept mod on it like an absurdly high level like maybe level 100 but at that point, at that point, oh, I, I thought I sound mean, all cut out, only cut out for me. <laughs> oh no, I was same. I was like, "What well, is he okay?" No, I just kind of cutting myself off. Like, I mean, <laughs> at that point, the weapon you've used the weapon for so long, it's. I don't see a point in like limiting the adept mods to only adept weapons, even if the adept mod on a crafted weapon would be weaker than it would be on an actual adept weapon. Right. Maybe the cap could be like level 50. What's funny is you say that, and then there was a guy who did like an out-of-bounds clan run of Garden of Salvation in 11 minutes, and his forbearance crafted from Val the Disciple was level 500 because there's some PC people that just brained it all, like uh, macro their levels from their crafted weapons. (laughs) How do you kill that which has no life? Well, it's like, make it obtainable for at least some casual players. Like, level 50, I feel like, would be a good spot to put it because it it makes you have to grind towards it, but not have to like See, fully is, put your life into that weapon. Where, I just feel, I feel like crafting was a because I feel like a lot of higher tier things should be locked behind those higher tier content things. I don't think that casual players I should have access to everything in the game because this. It, I, I don't think the game should just be for casual players. I think there should be higher tier things besides trials that people that actually like grind at it can obtain see uh, that's where i think me and prismatic agree because it's like there should like there was a whole thing with 
Vaults of Glass being a master right now, where there's still people who every time the rotation comes around do Templar to get a Fatebringer time loss. There's still people who grind for spoils that way they have a chance for a found verdict time loss. Like the Bungie perfected the the the, the, the grind loop with Master Vog because they were able to be like, cool, you have a chance to get that gun. But if anything, the range should be the end-all be-all content that you have to grind and go back into to get the loot that you want. But now, especially with crafting being into play, if you make the 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 like the, the best of the best of the best serve for Men in Black freaking uh, weapons be craftable, then what's the point of having them anymore? Oh, well, you could have adept weapons, but what if the adept weapons aren't better than the crafted ones? What comes next? Craftable adept weapons. And then you have situations like now with um, with Mindbender's Ambition coming back into the loot pool as an adept weapon, where they gutted the, the, the perk pool for it. So even when a weapon is craftable, not all the perks are like in the game are craftable for the gun. So crafting in some cases isn't even worth it if it's an adept weapon. You just go for it because it's an adept weapon. So I think if anything at this point, Bungie just sort of like shorten the time you have to be on the hamster wheel by making raid weapons craftable, which I, I, I'm with oh, yeah. Pragmatic. I think that was a mistake. Well, there's a simple solution to that. If uh, weapons that you get from the raid, let them roll with perks that you can't craft them with. Ooh. Yeah, like the raid only perks you can't craft. Exactly. It's like every craftable weapon has six perks that it has in the third and fourth columns. So add in another three or four perks in those columns that can only drop from the weapons from the raid. I'm I'm also I'm also kind of with Panda. I don't think they should have made braid weapons craftable because it does take away from the grind of it. I'm also, and I know I put this in your comments, Panda, uh, give me back my dynamic ornaments, my fancy raid armor, my, you know, regular and master raid, make them different. Give me raid exclusive shaders that are random drops so you have to grind it. Like glow, like... Mm. The ones from Last Wish. Yeah, give me. Or like, not even that. Like, yeah, make make there be content worth grinding for. Like, put a memento, put a shader that doesn't require you to get a flawless run. Make it be a random drop chance. Like, make the content worth grinding. Also, so I went into Master Vow completely forgetting that there were adept weapons. I was only there for the challenges. And then I happened to luck out, and according to one of our clanmates, I got the God Roll Cataclysmic Adept. Didn't even realize I was holding on to it. I knew it was a good one. I just didn't know that it was apparently one of the best linears in the game. I've got one of the, I got one of the best adept mm. uh, submach- or submachine guns, and I got, um, I got the one of the best adept, uh, was it scout or pulse rifle from Val. Yeah, so like I've lucked out. Right and Jesus loved me there for some reason, but won't give me a goddamn blue braze ruin. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> we'll say this about the crafted weapons: it feels like it take now with the updates and getting your patterns done. 
but even leveling it up, I part of me would just rather go get an adept weapon than well, level I, it I up. Well, I don't, I don't hardly craft at all. Honestly, so, just... like with our with All Might saying like you're gonna have to have the Taipan uh, leveled up, like I don't craft weapons for shit. I just find roles that I like. The See, Taipan is actually it. one of those weapons that like well, actually like... deserves merit. Right, and, and that's actually something I wanted to talk about is Taipan. Taipan, like the, the new Taipan RF4, is is a um, linear fusion rifle because I think Bungie kind of saw that they were gonna make Lanier's the best DPS weapon, and they knew they were gonna have a have Galahorn or Kick situation again, where there's some things like Reed's regret adept or Reed's regret period that you can only get trials for. There's things like the dungeon that you that you have to buy to get to get Storm Chaser if you didn't have the the deluxe edition of a Witch Queen. Um, there's things like um, freaking Cataclysmic that has to have the raid. If you don't have Witch Queen, you can't get that. But like, if you just only have the game and you do the new quest, you get a free linear fusion rifle. That's one of the best in the game, if not the best now, because of having uh, enhanced uh, or triple tap and enhanced firing line. That it, it shows they actually are trying to give the casual something to work toward. So, like, I, I, I I'm kind of with the perspective that like crafting it shouldn't be the end all be all, but like, I think Bungie kind of threw casual. Which is fine. I just I as someone who doesn't craft, when I saw that message about you know that being required, I was just. It just it was a turn off for me because it's like I don't craft. He 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 said required, and I I needed to correct him on that. It I, I, it won't be required. That's a clan thing. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll we'll talk about that because that was he spoke out of pocket about that because he was excited well, about being the new raid leader. Whatever. But I like, just when I seeing we'll, that we'll, we'll, I, as somebody who doesn't craft weapons, it was just kind of like oh, okay, let me collect more of these things because I need them for a triumph, not because I'm actually going to craft them. Right, so you know that 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 that's just a bad circumstance, which kind of sucks. Um, but um, you know that was like everything we wanted to talk about this episode. Um, Toll, I know you want to pick. I know you want to pick. Um, Jade's brain about lore. Well, no, it's more because I've been looking at the light lightfall poster. The and it's like you see Osiris, and I'm thinking next season is gonna be a big Osiris season, and I'm really hopeful about that. Yeah, I'm so excited. But then there's this mysterious like Cabal figure there, and I'm like... You know who it is! It might not be Callus. It could be. You talking about the big big dude in the uh, pyramid-shaped thing? Yeah, that's Callus. Ah, dang. Like, it's so obvious, because like, because if you're looking at the poster for Lightfall... He has like a weird sort of like bladed face a little bit, and like and like the weird cabal folds of his face. Um, all I hear right I now do is hate their face. Away, I hate their face. Um, <laughs> um, but no, like you you can see that it's probably just Callus's final form as a disciple, similar to how Rolk went through a transformation. That's all it's gonna be. I mean, it, it wouldn't even yeah. be his final form. It would be a new body because we know in the lore. From, um, what was his name? Katavasis, the dude, the hunter that died on the Glycon. So according to him, yeah. that Callus yeah. was like a pile of goo in a test tube at this point. There was just 
Which which which, which contradicts the, the the Lightfall trailer because it shows him about to be put into a machine as like he's this weird molten gray maybe it's cabal. Yes, maybe it's callous suit. Well, what I'm saying is I'm pretty sure that. Him giving himself over to the darkness and becoming a disciple, the witness gives him a new body. Yeah. Okay. Toll, are you going to use your time to talk to Jade on the podcast, or are you going to just sit there like, like a fanboy? Well, no, that actually answered the that actually answered my question of like trying to figure that out because I was so confused. There's nothing else you want to ask him. Not real. That was like my biggest question. Wow, I'm I mean, so disappointed. Like he was like nutting before the show, talking about, "Oh, I want to talk to him about Lord." I'm disappointed. Now, when Bife, like, if I can forget Bife for the show, I will lose my shit. But actually, no, Jade. There's something I do want to pick your brain about while we're sitting here. <laughs> um, so Tom has had the, like, like, and he even asked you about it while we were like, oh, while, while we were on the moon thing. About the, or like maybe it was someone else he asked, but he asked um, in the hive structures of the moon, in the little plants they have in certain places. Oh, yeah. It looks like egregore to him because of like, and like, I, and I was of the belief that it's just like, just worms or whatever the heck from hive breeding. But like, I wanted to, like, 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 like to give him his like two seconds of fame when it came to it and see if there was any like credence to the idea that there's just, like egregore fully around us that we didn't know about. Uh, you're talking about like the fungus stuff that's like stuck to all the walls. Yeah, like the fungus stuff. No, yeah. yeah. I, he explained it back in D one. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's some kind of like artificial growth that the hive produce. Gross. Like it's supposed to be, if I remember right, it's supposed to be something that's native to their planet or some crap like that. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Because I was sitting there, I'm like, there's, there's a lot of Egregore around on this too. ship. Which makes it, sense because Oryx is like... Is Oryx technically a disciple? Was Oryx technically was, a disciple of the Witness? No. Nah. Uh, to my knowledge, so. uh, Savathun was the only um, true disciple. Like, okay. the Deep taught him how to take, but he wasn't a disciple of the Witness. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say to that. Um, but, you know, like, we, we definitely will have to have you back on as lore intensified, especially this season, with, with all the stuff that's coming out. Like, like Misrax almost uh, whipped somebody's oh, throat today. Oh, yeah, happy to see that head oh, come he off those cool. shoulders. Let me tell you, you're going to hear me say it all season. <laughs> it gave me green boots. <laughs> the green a fun... boot with one mobility. So many people thought that I was a bug. Bro, I... oh, I know. It wasn't a so bug. It was spider yeah. a dick. Just like, why did you think that that was a bug, bro? Like, that was legit spider. Oh, he even darn. says, "Better luck next time, Guardian." Like, he did that stuff on purpose. Yeah, spider's a prick. It wasn't even like, for a yeah, hunter. Like I was on a hunter and I got titan legs. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I did the um, one of my yeah. train Black quest, Black. part three, and I got a 1350 seasonal weapon. <laughs> Oof. 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 
I think they patched that today, though. The like with with the issue of the the roll not being the right light. I think they I patched hope. that today. Um. So you yeah, know. Um. But Ojade, you are yes. Is there, is there anything that you want to end the show with? Like like obviously you'll be you'll, well, hopefully you'll be on the future if you don't hate us. But like um. But like we want to know like is there anything you want you want to talk about? Not at the moment. This is kind of impromptu, so I didn't really have anything in mind that I really wanted to talk about. Want to come hang out with the cool cats, you know? All right. Dope. Well, we I will say we would definitely have to have you back on, especially like, especially because like, deep, well, I, I definitely want to do an episode where we cover basic lore for newer players because like yeah, you can watch a my video, but like. It's like it's not always digestible because yes, I can, I can listen to that man talk all day, but some people can't, and that's sad. But I want to have the voice of an so we definitely will. Yes, yeah. like it just by if you are amazing, you will always have an invitation on the show. Um, but but no, no, definitely Jay, we need to have you back because like I feel as if as things get more intense, your wisdom will be needed. Oh. I feel honored and terrified. <laughs> this season has so many questions. This season has so many question marks for me that it's like, I'm waiting to see if there will be an answer. I must say, yeah, you survived a raid with us. I feel like you'll be okay. Yeah, I've survived worse. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, is there anything you want to leave the people who listen to us as oh, a beloved dab dab? <laughs> I thought it was really neat in the TWAB to see the numbers for how many people actually turned out for the day one and for King's Fall. Like, almost 2 million hours in King's Fall. I thought that was all really neat to see the community come together. Mm-hmm. I must say, yeah. Uh, yeah, 1 million out, 1 million hours in normal. Two hundred eight hundred thousand and two hundred ninety-five and challenge dropped off from like the two hundred was it two hundred thousand guardians or whatever that started. Total guardian deaths three thirty-three thousand thirty-three million six hundred sixty-five thousand three hundred twenty-two in the normal two million eight hundred twenty-five thousand two hundred thirty-five in the challenge. I'm concerned that you just have these That's numbers. It's in the twab. <laughs> I have the twab in front of me. This is why we link the twab in every episode because people don't read the twab. <laughs> I was reading Give it at lunch, talking to Adam, who doesn't particularly oh, well, like, go, uh-huh. like, I... That's interesting. <laughs> also, yes. we must protect Ido at all costs. Protect. Also, we we totally skipped over skill based matchmaking, but honestly, I want to save that for an episode where like we actually like don't have a whole big plate because, especially because of the fact that skill based matchmaking wasn't on until like last Thursday because of like a glitch where there was just no matchmaking in the game whatsoever for like two days. Where they said, "Hey, PC players and like your KD, like does it matter?" And like everybody's in one pool. We it's also like, didn't what? touch on our three like yeah, we're going to, but that's okay because they just <laughs> fixed it today. Yeah, I yeah. feel like next week will be our three because that way me and Tol can do some Titan testing, 
and we can mess around with Warlock a little bit because like we we didn't the the new Titan exotic was off half the week. We just got it back today. We figured out why it was disabled because because they turned it back on for five minutes, and we found out that the secondary lightning strike could one shot somebody even after like Laura barely char- after like even just barely cha- uh, charging the the fist melee, it could kill somebody. Even with while wearing Laura Lee's Splinter Home, you can one shot somebody. So that's why that shit was turned off. But now it, the lightning strikes are really cool, but I don't think it's going to be as powerful as that. I'll say that. Um, but you know, so we will be back next week. Don't forget, folks, you can check us on Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those great places like Amazon and Audible. Um, we will definitely be opening up, opening up our Discord soon. That way people can like collab with us and like uh, support the show. So get ready for that. Um, Jay, thank you for being on this impromptu episode. We oh, appreciate yeah. you coming through. I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> nice. And we will definitely have to have you back on in the future because this was fun. Um, and then just like make sure you follow us on Twitter, y'all. Like we wanna like like and we we, we would love to answer y'all's questions about the game. Like I'm I know the community like the, the community hates my hot takes sometimes on TikTok, but like we would love to answer some of y'all's questions. So like Please send questions, whether it be through TikTok or through Twitter, so we can answer them on the show. Uh, we, we will catch you next week here on Cosmodrome Radio. Bye. Be a star side, Guardians. <laughs>